Hey friends, you're listening to Go Home Bob or You're Drunk, an irreverent media podcast. First Corinthians warned you about the women with a loud mouth, and this podcast is just that. Here at the Speaking in Church podcast, we talk all about the regular people and the things that regularly happen to them in the evangelical church. It's a podcast about change, it's a podcast about seeking moral high ground, and it's a podcast for people who are just trying to deconstruct on the safe side. You can listen wherever you get your podcast, and if you want to be a guest, yes, you, regular person, you can be a guest on the Speaking in Church podcast. If you want to come on, just let us know. Hey everybody, this is Go Home Bible, You're Drunk, the podcast where we we talk about the Bible and our lives as evangelicals and we drink about it. We're also going to talk a little bit about the red wave trickle thing, spotting, light spotting that happened and also get into David and his his dancing naked, maybe. So that's what this episode is going to be about, but it's not just me. We, we have a guest we also, I also have a co-host. Co-host is going to go first, and then we're going to so many things guest. are happening. So many things I'm, are happening. This is I'm a great Tori. episode. Yeah, former evangelical, former like I was all the way in the club, and uh, I was doing all the work, and I was doing it for free. I wasn't getting paid, so you know, I that that's proof that I was a true believer. And yeah, we have a guest on the show for the first time in a minute, yeah. which I'm very excited about. One of our Twitter faves, Alicia, is on the show to talk to us about how the Bible is fucking weird. Guest, third seat host, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm Alicia. Most people know me as the transvangelical on Twitter and basically any other social media that I've started but not done anything with because I only use Twitter. (laughs) I have a Master of Divinity. I have been uh, a pastor at one point. Now I work for nonprofits and I'm a sex worker. So that's, uh, that's me. Yay. We love these things. All these things. We, we stand, we are a pro. An icon. An icon. Really? Yeah. Pro sex work, (laughs) pro MDiv holding people, but now no longer do that. (laughs) Right. Yeah. The same. That's, that's, that's definitely a theme on this show for sure. I mean, Uh, there's still, there's still a sense that like, I, I do claim Christianity in this weird way of like i don't know it's more like fuck you you can't tell me if whether i'm not christian or not and that that's that's really it's like i know the bible better than you i'm not gonna let you tell me i can't be christian <laughs> but then it looks nothing like the christianity that i grew up in <laughs> yeah i i have i have played around with the like claiming christianity out of spite that's an energy i feel like i that's a religion i could sign up on for too yeah <laughs> you know well like, i mean being being trans is like like people don't want you to be christian and so it's like no you don't get like is is your name jesus jesus christ do you get to choose who's in the club because i read the bible and it seems like jesus kept tearing down barriers and not like building them up so maybe you should take a seat for a little bit that's a good energy there and it's all white dudes saying it and there weren't any white white dudes. dudes in the bible so 
I mean, I think they should have to justify why white dudes get <laughs> Christians. Right. Oh my gosh. This is very like Jesus. Yay, in your Jesus. kingdom. Let me let me sit at your right hand. He's like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> this is unequivocally why I identify as atheist, also, is just to like piss people off because it's like I'm I'm not not a white dude, so people are feel some sort of a way when I use that label and I enjoy just starting shit. So it's my spiritual gift. Mm -hmm. That is a spiritual gift. Yeah. I've, I've, I just this week, I was thinking both about identifying as a Christian out of spite and as an atheist out of spite, like both like spite is my religion. I think really. (laughs) It's a good religion. I know. I think, I think partly for me is like, there's a level of like, this is the tradition I was born into. It's the language that I was given. Like my entire culture is actually based on this weird Christian understanding. And it's like, I don't know if I'm going to actually like push people to be a little bit different, then I'm going to step into that subculture or that context to be like, no, you guys are, you guys are really screwing up. Let's actually think about this and, uh, you know, give, give a shit about people. I like this. This is like one of two things that I approve of that Paul said. It's like, I've become all things to all men so that by all means, mm-hmm. I might win some essentially. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I like this. I like this sentiment. I'm like doing doing all of the things just to like, yeah, get people to reconsider their uh, their position. And when you're talking about white evangelicalism, to like reject their own bigotry is kind of yeah. what what we're trying to do. So, yeah, like and and we've said before, like for white evangelicals to reject capitalism, to reject heteronormative, whatever their religion is like, that would be like to reject Christianity because they're linked Mm -hmm. in so many ways. Yeah, and definitely. And historically, they've been linked too. so in that sense, they have a point, maybe. But it's also like the tradition consistently pushes you outside of itself and why is it that you suddenly get to be the ones that say like, nope, it, this is where the innovation stops? Well, there's there's like an understanding that we are at the pinnacle of civilization. Yeah, this is it. We reached it, and that's what that's why we have really? to like, per- yeah, that's why really we have guys? to protect ourselves from all of the crazy liberals that are trying to change it. Because then we'll go backwards because we've actually reached the pinnacle. If we peaked <laughs> with the baby boomers, our species is fucked. Yeah, we're screwed <laughs> really screwed like that that's it guys call it we're done so i guess speaking speaking of peaking we we had a we had a red you know th- i mean this is this is very much a last week the week after um, last, last week in evangelicalism <laughs> yeah last week in evangelicalism because this actually this will be probably not for two more weeks this probably won't air till december so this is this is going to be old news to you but please chuckle with us as we record it live. I mean, let's be honest. A lot of the evangelicals are still going to be really butthurt come December also. So True. This is going to be oh, a thing. Oh, they're not going to get over it. No. Yeah. And, and Georgia still has another election. So it's like some of us are having to live through it again. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Georgia has like a perpetual election season. Feels like. <laughs> We're always worried about Georgia. The good news is the Senate has been like determined at least so it's not like yeah. everyone's looking at us this time like like last time it was everybody was looking at georgia to see what was going to happen and oh, yeah, it was two senators right because it wasn't yeah, it was two and, senators yeah yeah so 
this this time it's like Democrats are going to hold the Senate either way. So at least at least maybe not as many people care. Yeah, I think it's an interesting time in evangelicalism because I think in some ways they're waking up to the idea that's like, oh, not more of us are being born. You know, I, I was just reading the other day, like like about 5,000 baby boomers are dying every day. Which you, were, to- you were way too happy about this fact, Justin. I, I did was. notice that you were you were a little giddy. <laughs> it was it's more it was more like just kind of running the numbers like, OK, so that's going to be in the next two years. That's like over three and a half million. And I'm assuming that average is going to skew higher because every year. COVID? Well, because of COVID, but also like every year they're just getting older. So more of them like we'll be dying. It's just, it's a flywheel. The death is a fly. Entropy is a flywheel. Um, and they all live in Florida. And so they're going to die in hurricanes anyways. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's, those are, there's that, there's that. And, <laughs> and, and also like more and more Gen Z are becoming, you know, of voting age. And I mean, millennials, we skewed left. Gen Z is like leaping left. <laughs> so I'm, I, I'm so proud of Gen Z. I really am, you know, like the kid, the kids are all right. And yeah, all these fragile little snowflake babies. What are you talking about? They're all getting high and having the sex. They're, they're having the sex. Cause I, cause I said so, <laughs> yes. cause they know how they identify in terms of their sexuality and gender. So that means that they're these little that, that they're scandalous. That is, yeah, it means, yep. it means they're fucking all of the time. That all is interesting Every, yeah, because when a kid comes out as gay, it's assumed that like, oh, well, they must have just be having all this gay sex all the time. Who even? No. Mm-mm. Like, I don't think that's what's happening. I think they just realized that's what they're that's who they're attracted to. I realized who I was attracted to pretty early on. And that did not just mean automatically that the <laughs> seven year old Justin <laughs> is fucking all the ladies. Yeah. Sex just <laughs> fell upon me all the time. Like, that's not how that works. So it's it it is just a funny assumption that's like oh this this kid decided they're bisexual this kid not decided but you know has come realized. out as bisexual realized, realized yeah. you know or they're trans or whatever and so that means like all this sex is just happening all the time and statistically Tori you pointed out like Gen Z is having less sex than anybody like and millennials are not having that much sex compared to baby boomers so. no. Sex is on the decline, you guys. Isn't this exactly what Jesus wanted? White Jesus is so happy. And all these pastors like didn't even get the memo. Although you're probably going to end up with like these white dude evangelical pastors who are like sex is on the decline because women are able to choose what happens with their bodies. <laughs> yeah. So women will be blamed. Yeah. Women oh, will always. Be blamed. <laughs> 100% of the time. It's the That's... women's fault. It's like these unmarried women and I don't know, Gen Z. Oh my gosh. They're they're just they're just flocking to the Democrats. Like yeah. Yeah, cuz you hate us. <laughs> like that's Ask. literally why. <laughs> you don't even pretend to not hate us. This mm-hmm. is the different my sister always says this, but like it's really the difference. The difference for 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 black folks in the US, the difference between the Republican Party and the Democratic Party is just the, per, the Democrats pretend they're happy to see us and Republicans <laughs> don't bother pretending. That's it. That's, that's like, unfortunately. Sweet. I have no some more no diversity notes. ornaments yeah. for our tree. I mean, it's honestly it's the same way with the queer community. Also, like the the Democrats like like it when we show up, but you know, do something to protect trans rights, and uh, they're incredibly silent. Oh, have have an idea about a political stance on literally anything, and not just like 
well, this guy's trying to fuck you, so, so you're not going to vote me. for him. Yeah, right, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're going to vote for him, the guy that's burning your house down and stealing your children? Like, no, obviously. Like, I'm the guy. I'm your guy. Yeah. I'm not going to do guy. jack shit for you. Yeah, I'm the like, guy. Your, your choices become like, I'll do nothing, which is a net positive compared to the person that's going to, like, stab so, you. Yeah. <laughs> like, but it's, it's, yeah, and there's a lot. And, and you know, it's interesting because it's always framed as like, well, the Republicans won't like it if we go too far. So, so we're going to have to ask you to wait, you know, and this, this is almost everything, whether it's, you know, reparations or even mm-hmm. e- just equality for people of color or tra- trans folk or even like student loan forgiveness. Like, well, the Republicans are going to be mad. And so we just need to wait. And I'm like, the Republicans will be mad if you do anything. So like we may as well, and they're going to be big mad. Like there's no degrees of anger when it comes to the Republican Party. I don't think. Like so, just do do the big thing. Just or like, or, or a little thing. Just just do a thing. Just do you know, a thing. I mean, they're Republicans are out there advocating violence right now. Like that's you know the I, I I don't even want to mention his name, but we've already mentioned him on the podcast. That case for Christian nationalism, bozo. Like <laughs> like the more I'm learning about this book, the more I'm like. You're openly calling for violence against mm-hmm. blasphemers, like which is a real. I'm like everyone on this kind podcast of, kind of is in that category. Of, like, yeah. no one is safe from that one. It's like really like, and and this is like now getting mainstream attention and like mainstream coverage. And I guarantee, if there's not that there's many pastors that listen to this podcast, but I guarantee you've got people in your congregation listening or reading that book. You know. Ugh. Yeah, if, if you're a white evangelical pastor, people need are reading to have that. everybody come forward who has this book. They have to repent of it. And you need to put it in in a in a in a trash can in the parking lot. And you need to pour gasoline on it and light it on fire. Yeah, I'm not advocating you ban it, but I am saying you might want to burn it. <laughs> 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 just yeah, it's just such garbage. But it's also like this is this is scary garbage. Like you know, right. I've kind yeah, of dismissed him as like a is. bozo initially, but I was like, oh. Oh, this this is hmm. This is interesting. Well, I mean, you, you still have people picking up on it and and advocating it on their like political stance. That's incredibly terrifying. That's yeah. Tori and I ran into actually it was it was on it was on his Twitter, Stephen Wolf's Twitter. There was a guy that posted basically it was something about like low T men and women. Which are, so yes. the, the same gender, yeah. just so everybody's on the same page. Yeah, like low yeah. men, women, same gender. And it's gen- fine. You know, like basically <laughs> they are incapable of thinking rationally. Was I mean, it was a long, like it wasn't a tweet. It was like an image of an article that was. It was a lot, but it boiled down to basically like only high T men have are the ability of rational thought. Are ca- capable of rational thought. Are capable of leading humans. Whatever. Like total bullshit. And I just I was oh, just yeah, like, definitely. I was I, I responded just as a joke. I was like, well, let's see here. You know, and I kind of listed off my high T credentials in like a ridiculous way. I wasn't even like but I was like, and and I've I've read this with my rational mind, and this is absolute bullshit, you know. <laughs> like, and of course, I mean I got the typical like who hmm, pronouns in bio or whatever, which I just laugh at because I'm like, that you know, you I have haven't got that. I haven't got pronouns in bio. Ever since I changed my bio to literally say she has she no has... pronouns in her bio, <laughs> <laughs> nobody's pulled it. So it makes it's, me so it's happy. Working. So good. I, do you know, it, it's the pronouns in bio thing. I 
I because I've debated on whether or not I should have them or not. It's like it's it it I keep them one because I think it's respectful, but also it's it's funny to me that no matter what I say, like there's a certain class of person that like will gravitate to that and use that as like that you know that's that, that the the total amount of engagement I will give you is based solely on that. But anyway, these guys are going back and forth, and eventually it was just like you guys are anonymous accounts like posting like shit posting like and i just kind of was like that seems like kind of a low t thing to do to me <laughs> you know and I don't know, there was talking about a tory you were in on it they were talking about like well we're we're anonymous because the the gynocratic you know theocracy is after us you know oh. and the fbi yeah basically like accused tory of being part of the fbi it's like, trying yeah, to, like I'm, find I'm the their feds. i'm the that, feds you got me that is tory uh, like, if you know anything about, know about me, Tori, definitely you're a fed. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm the feds. So you better watch like, out. It, it's oh just, but it's like this weird new persecution complex of like just being a, a masculine man somehow I'm persecuted. And I'm like, buddy, I lift weights. I occasionally throw hands. Like, I like a steak every now and then. Like, list off the things. Like, and no one's keeping me from doing it. Like, mm-hmm. like no one, no, I'm not, there's no like, gynecological police coming after me like no Dustin we already discussed this you were required to get an abortion because the feminists held you down and forced you to apparently that's yeah everyone has to have an abortion uh like it's just I don't know this fake persecution thing is like it's it's I feel like it's getting out of hand it was cute (laughs) I guess when when, in the 90s it was cute but it to, to be fair Christianity is the most uh persecuted religion out there but only if you count, uh, only if you count it as persecution when you're told to stop persecuting others. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's <laughs> like that's the greatest persecution of the church in the United States right now is people saying, "Hey, you're a bigot." Chances are you are actually a bigot. That's not persecution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the- uh, yeah. I think that yeah. this is like this is. <laughs> oh my gosh, they go all in on this, and it's really annoying because it's like. You guys, we 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 can see you. It's like we're in charge of all mm-hmm. of the things except for like media, right? And that's like insufficient. Like we have to also control like popular culture and like the news. Otherwise, yeah, it's like you being alive and living in a way that God doesn't approve of is persecuting me. So, mm-hmm. you know, tying back into that what's his name wolf book of like we have to punish the un- like, we have to shun the unbelievers shun the yeah. Unbel- shun. <laughs> yeah. shame shame but that's like how they feel about it right it's like i am i'm being persecuted if my neighbors don't live like me share my values have my same skin color because apparently you can be real discerning it's like hey it's a white that means they're a good person and won't fuck me over in some way Although I mean, it is that to be good to be fair, I'm not I'm not going to fuck any of them over. I'm way too much of a bottom for that. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah, it's, it's way too much work. It's way too much. It's work. way too much work. Come on, I'm not going to do that. No. All right, actually, let's step back. How much are they paying? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. That's true. Like unless I can put a down payment on a house, like you're not paying me enough. I'm not going to fuck you. Sorry. That's true. Go with God because I do not care. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you have a down payment on a house? We'll we'll talk then. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. That's that's the <laughs> this is the, the the 
the bottom rate. Yeah, it's so like, I don't understand the, I mean, I, I guess I do understand the, it, it's fear. I mean, it's, it's, I'm, I'm used to being dominant and I'm used to being the top, you know, like, and now like, oh, other people get to be at the top. Like this, this feels weird. I don't like this. And it's framed as like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm losing something. You're losing your power to terrorize people. Yeah. It's really, I mean, that's, that's really all it is, is your ability to lord o- over others because it's a hierarchical, hierarchical system and white men are at the top. Uh, it, that means that white men get to choose who gets to sit up there with them. And slowly more white men have decided that, you know, women, some women, not all women could, could be up there with them, but then they couldn't dominate over all, uh, all women anymore. And so that made people upset. And like the more that it's expanding, the more that other people get to be at that top position, the less they have control over who can't be up there. So it is like, Mm -hmm. it's, it's a, Lots of control, but it's like an entire system that was shitty to begin with that is still based off of colonialism. And let's face it, it's based off white supremacy and the fact that we thought that because we're white, we can own other people. Oh, no, because you're white, you owning other people is doing them a favor. It's doing them because oh, then they can Christ. learn about Jesus and because be saved. And go, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. I and I think that touches on something that like I like white supremacy and patriarchy is shitty to white men too. Like it's it's not a good system. Like no, it's not. Like it's not a good You're saying n- having no. two emotions is bad for you? What? Being anything other than angry is is neutral is gay. and angry. <laughs> yeah, neutral and hey, gay fellas. and angry. Anything else is gay. Is like, it gay to like <laughs> have an emotion? Well, that the, you see these like alpha accounts and stuff. The stuff that they talk about, like, like the yeah, the, the one alpha dude was like, alpha men eat raw steak with their with their fellow men. You know, betas have tapas with their wives. You know, I was like, so like so going on a nice you date with your wife fucked. is gay. Like, <laughs> like it's it's gay. It's gay to have your wife like you. Yeah. Stuff. Right. Yeah. If that's what Which, it is. To be fair, this is actually get, probably showing a lot of the issues that married evangelical people have is right there. It's uh it's not the manly thing to actually care about women. Yeah. And and yeah, and and, and if you're killing it in any relationship, whether it's your relationship with a significant other or whether it's a relationship with, you know, another man like that well, you're you're gay, you're suspect, you're beta, like you're because because to be a, the alpha man, you have to stand alone, like you have to be at the top of the pyramid by yourself, no help from anybody, and like that's a lonely, shitty existence. Like if you achieve that, that's why the suicide rate amongst baby boomers is so fucking high. Baby boomer men is because like a lot of them achieve it; they manage to fuck over their psyche so much that they actually achieve the dream and they realize it's lonely as fuck up there and everyone hates you. Your wife hates you. Your kids hate you. Everyone you screwed over hates you. And like, no wonder they're going crazy. Like, and it's someone was saying like millennials aren't going to have a midlife crisis because we're like, like, what do we, what do we have to have? A, we, the dream didn't work out for us. And like <laughs> we ripped that bandaid off like 10 years ago. <laughs> like, 
I'm happy to be alive at 40. Like, um, right. <laughs> just, like I'm not having a crisis of all the things I've, you know, accomplished. So it's, it's, it's like, yeah, this, this whole thing has to die. And it's, and it's sad that it's like, you know, like, oh, red wave, you know, we're going to take over. It's like, no, I'm sorry. You're, you're, you're like losing power. And, you know, Donald Trump is now running. And that's scary because it's like, oh, shit, there's a mathematical scenario, which he wins again. But it's also like that. That's that's still your that's, guy. Like, ooh, yeah, like, like, mm, like mm. which is it's it's like incredibly pathetic that that it's been two years. Granted, two years isn't too terribly long in politics, but seriously like this guy was a douchebag before (laughs) like and it's only gotten worse and it's just i don't know it's so weird it's so weird to watch and it's like it's weird to me because i come from that world and still have family in that world and like i remember when trump was running in the primaries and like my grandfather was like i don't i don't really like trump but I think that he could get the job done. And then like by the end of his presidency, like thought of Trump as the second Messiah. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's such, it's such a weird thing to have witnessed like this. He's not the best guy, but I'd vote for him over a Democrat to, Oh, he's the, the second coming of Christ. Like it's, and not even the, not even the good type of coming. <laughs> yeah the whole jesus 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 coming is not interesting to me <laughs> yeah so i don't any other thoughts on the the red wave the red jizz in the pants yeah the the red the red <laughs> spot <laughs> the red <laughs> the red trickle i mean okay but okay to be fair like there wasn't a red wave but no. at the same time it's still incredibly terrifying uh with some things because like in Texas and Florida, the governor stayed the same and they ran on anti-LGBTQ plus platforms. And it's incredibly scary to like see these guys winning. Basically, they're basically winning off hate and causing real violence to real people. So mm-hmm. and JD Vance in Ohio a- also won. And he's uh, don't get me talking about JD Vance. Um so fucking I that's fucking yeah. <clears throat> poor to, he's a he's a tourist amongst the poor at best and yet somehow he framed himself as like their tourism? yeah he's oh like my gosh okay sorry i'm just gonna say for a second i just i mentioned his name go off like, justin jd yeah, fucking vance like like grew up in a suburb a suburb of cincinnati like not too far from where i grew up like middletown is a suburb dude is not rural at all like he had grandparents from appalachia appalachia sorry like like half a fucking Ohio has grandparents from Appalachia. It's you're not special, dude. Like we've all <laughs> been there. We've all seen grandma and Mima's house. We've heard the stories. Like you are, you are not an expert on that area. Like, and nor are you an expert on the rural poor. Like you grew up in the suburbs, dude. You had a drunk dad and that's sad. And that sucks. But that like you left Ohio the second you turned 18 and became a venture capitalist. Like, as f- folks from Appalachia are wont to do. Yeah, like he, and he wrote a book with like the Tell most the reductive stereotypes of people from Ohio and people, you know, from Appalachia. And and that's that's what made me so mad about his whole campaign, because it's like he's making fun of us, like mm-hmm. as we're as people are fawning over him, like he's some like, oh, he gets us. No, he doesn't get you. He is making fun of you. And still, I'm uh, sorry, uh, rant over. 
for now. So he's like kind of a mini Trump. Like he kind of in a lot of ways saying that he absolutely unequivocally was not. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's just like he creates this narrative that he knows is compelling to a certain massive demographic of people. Yeah. And that's the thing about him that what bothers me because it's like it is I guess that's what the people of Ohio were in a unique position to see through his bullshit. Like Mm because I know where he grew up. I've been to the high school he went to, you know, like like uniquely capable of seeing like you are full of shit <laughs> and yet somehow didn't. I mean, it was relatively close. I mean, and, you know, we'll see. But honestly, you know, Republicans do well in Texas and Florida because that's where Republicans go to die. That, I mean, that's and, fair. and gerrymandering and gerrymandering and gerrymandering. Yes. But and they do they did well in Ohio because of gerrymandering and because Mike DeWine took COVID seriously and fewer of them died. Like that's you know you win some you lose some. <laughs> in places where they did not take COVID seriously, suddenly now there's a blue wave. Shocking, <laughs> shocking. <laughs> Except for places like Idaho, where it's like it didn't really matter. Well, yeah, you yeah. could kill everyone there, and they'd still like. <laughs> There's still, still be Republicans. Against, yeah, it's still be a Republican state for sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, to be continued, we'll continue to talk about this, I'm sure, in the coming weeks. But let's just take a quick capitalism break because, you know, capitalism, you know, it's the water we swim in. And it's almost Christmas. It is. This is, is like almost, 90% yeah. of our ad revenue. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> right now. It's right now. <laughs> if you want to support the show, listen to the ads. Yes. So, uh, but thank you so much for your support and we'll be back in a minute and we'll talk about David and his lewdness. First Corinthians warned you about the women with a loud mouth and this podcast is just that. Here at the Speaking in Church podcast, we talk all about the regular people and the things that regularly happen to them in the evangelical church. It's a podcast about change, it's a podcast about seeking moral high ground, and it's a podcast for people who are just trying to deconstruct on the safe side. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts, and if you want to be a guest, yes, you, regular person, you can be a guest on the Speaking in Church podcast. If you want to come on, just let us know. Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out while we did some capitalism, trying to trying to pay the bills, make ends meet over here. If you want to listen to the episodes without any ads, you can do that on patreon.com. Just head over to patreon.com slash go home bible and you can find all of the lovely content with none of the ads for fucking google nest or whatever that thing is that like the cops use so <laughs> i'm 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 really bad at having a podcast because i'm like the people that advertise on this show are shit <laughs> sorry it's fine they're not gonna listen but yeah if you want to uh get a little life verse and you know hang out with us on on discord and other fun little shenanigans that Justin and I get up to, you can just go to patreon.com slash go home Bible. And we have a new patron this week. We do. So we do. Um, oh. Aaron is Aaron. a, a, a deacon on our church, church of 
the Church of Go Home Bible. I feel like we need to have a better name for it. But Doesn't really roll off the tongue. The Church of Go Home Bible, you're drunk. The Church of the Drunken Bible. First Church of the Drunken Bible. Can we do the second church? Because the first church is always for the whites. <laughs> I was really sad when I learned that that's what First Baptist Church meant. Oh, I, I actually, no. Is, Tell me, is that I did not I, know this. No, that's real. That's real. That's real. It was like I the have... first, yeah, because there were there were like Methodists and, 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 and all these denominations. Right. And so when slavery was legal and, and afterwards, cause you know, whatever America's America's not racist. Yeah, no, it would be like the first, wh- whoever was first, like that was the white, that was the church for the whites. And then the other churches were the churches for like, not the white people in that particular denomination. Cause the Bible, <laughs> the Bible is clear that mixing of the races during Sunday service is Satan something something yeah groomers the, the, I think the, I'm pretty sure that's un, the verse being being unequally yoked or yes being unequally <laughs> <laughs> that's the one it was in there oh. somewhere oh man that was a fucked up thing to say I should have said that no I'm, no but I'm they literally you. make that argument so I think it's fucking hysterical <laughs> they do so I think that's good that's their anti anti interracial marriage argument yeah, yeah. is being unequally yoked wow now so. you know james dobson i am looking directly at you you can't see me because you're listening but if you look directly at him if you look directly at hopefully him hopefully he, he dies oh, yeah hopefully he melts, if you look directly like at wax. him especially at like a stoplight then he'll think that you want to have sex with him oh my god him. i remember reading about that story <laughs> wait uh, i'm so, okay i don't i don't want to i never i don't even want to know i don't want to know <laughs> Oh okay. my God! Straight is white pastors someone, and denominational you know leaders think that, that every woman work? that looks at them wants to have sex with them. Wants yeah. to fuck them. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's weird. Uh, like it's got to be a weird delusion to live in. Yeah, I don't. I you know like here's the thing though. As someone who like didn't was like did not have an inflated ego, but maybe a less slightly deflated ego. Like I would like to maybe have a little bit of that confidence in my life. The confidence of a mediocre white man I did not get, sadly. Oh, that wasn't in your DNA? Yeah, it wasn't, you know, my genetic makeup. Did you know that two gay people can't have children? Okay. Yeah, I heard about this. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I'm derailing the conversation. But the Um, economy. We can't have gay marriage because the economy. Because the economy. We have to produce children for the economy for the economy we have oh to produce work we have to produce workers to workers, work for elon yeah. musk like <laughs> so he can fire them so on twitter them. yeah live on twitter live on twitter fired. yeah the i feel like twitter right now is very much the like the beatings will continue until, until morale, morale improves. improves yep mm-hmm. that's true so all of this was a long-winded way to say thank you aaron for, for joining <laughs> the really the second church of the drunken Bible. And <laughs> this is my favorite thing ever. Yeah. If you would like to join our church as well, you can uh, you can donate to patreon.com slash go home Bible, be part of our discord community. We will be talking more about our listener, not just patron hangout in Washington, DC uh, coming up in March ish. So details to come and various events will be planned and, Pictures will not be taken. <laughs> yeah, memories will the, be made because I'm the feds. So <laughs> no stories, the feds. So, but today we have a very special story about everyone's favorite King David. We haven't really done everyone's a lot of favorite. King David content. 
on here. Not in a minute, yeah. Yeah, it's been a bit. I would say for a drinking game, I don't know. I actually was trying to, struggling to come up with a drinking game for this one. But I'd say for a drinking game, let's say anytime you maybe have a realization that the things that you sung about or dreamed about doing for the Lord could get you arrested. Very much so. Take a little drink because, you know, when take, we say take... we'll be become more undignified than this, that's implying that... some things. It's, so it is. Just play that like. I, I tweeted about this and I, the, that song played in my head all just all day. Same. I, I could, yeah. Sorry. So, I ruined so. I ruined everybody's day. Yeah. And uh, we're going to ruin their day again. Yeah, we're gonna, two weeks after so, the fact. <laughs> I hope everyone's listening in the morning so they get the full day of having that song <laughs> in their head. Forever. It's weird because like, I don't know. I was thinking about this when we were taking our break. I was like, did dudes think that this song was really gay? Like if they're like, like Mark Driscoll thinks that this song is gay. Guaranteed. He thinks dancing like David dance. And he's probably not wrong. Like David no. was at least a little bit gay. We know that. I, I don't, I don't claim David is gay. That's I claim, fair. I claim, I claim Jonathan was gay. David was using Jonathan for political gain. Cause nice. in, in my opinion, David is just this entire douchebag that, rapes women leads men on and yeah oh, he leads men a, on that's true he never leads any women on. he I, he, he yeah. doesn't he just Only takes men. them for himself he's the problematic bi like oh god like David. the problematic hot bi guy he's like all takers also, re- read read first and second samuel as if the author is gay and has a hard on for david because it will change your life Wait, I'm sorry. Are you saying that Samuel didn't write First and Second Samuel? Because, like, I don't know how I feel about this information. Well, you know, he he did come back from the dead, so. But it was only to have that conversation. It was <laughs> it wasn't about it wasn't to write a book. It is funny because oh, I, it brings a like, whole new meaning to ghostwriting. You guys, yeah. Samuel coming back to write First and Second Samuel <laughs> after he's dead. <laughs> Nice. But remember, he he's called Elohim, so so he's a god. So it's, oh, so it, he's yeah. This is this is actually God writing a book, ghostwriting it as Samuel. <laughs> yeah, God is ghostwriting as Samuel, <laughs> and has a hard on for David. Well, obviously, uh, I mean, everyone yeah, that's, did. That's yeah, just true. that's yeah, just that's, how that went. He was a man after God's own heart by his own admission. I did. I did ask God to come into my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did too many, many times, but Justin and I have also asked God to not come into our hearts anymore. So yeah. I, um, it, just gets, no. it gets messy. It it gotta gets... gotta take, gotta take He's not shower. clean up his condoms. <laughs> no. God damn. <laughs> like David and God are ones that would just leave those. This around is how the house. this is how you know though if you can keep somebody around. It's like, do they do they pick up their own condoms or not? I'm just yeah. saying. That, David that, that is no. True. Hard no. You he bag it, you no. tie it, Hard you toss no. it. Like, mm-hmm. like I, I don't, I, mean, I don't see the problem here. But some dudes just, you know, but they weren't taught that skill. Not, you've not been inflicted. You've not had men inflicted upon you in your sex life. So that's true. I haven't. Uh, un, you know, unfortunately, I, I have tried. Not try. I haven't really tried, but I've somewhat tried to see if I'm, you know, not straight. And no, I'm, I'm straight. It's just, you know, regrettably. I'm, Regrettably, give it time. You, give it you time. Can give it time. Re- you can you can repent later. <laughs> I've repented my straightness. Um, <laughs> well, actually, on that note, I do. I do want to say, like, kind of, 
it, it is interesting, like, as I kind of think about masculinity away from a lot of the toxicity of evangelicalism and things and and think about like, because when I was growing up, the worst thing you could be called was gay. Like that was mm-hmm. like the highest insult of any kind. Like even to the point where it's like if I went to actually it's funny, like so before move, I'd go see a movie with some of my friends, like we would go to the Chick-fil-A in the mall and like eat, you know, and I remember eating with like a friend of mine at, at Chick-fil-A in the mall. It was just the two of us and thinking like, do people think we're gay? Like and oh being God. worried about that, you know? So like fast forwarding now, I'm like, if I'm eating with a friend of mine who's another guy, I'm like, I don't I don't really care if they think that I'm gay. Like like it doesn't like so what? Who cares? But it sort of caused me to really evaluate like, you know, when when I find uh, you know, I find some men attractive, like not like I get a hard on about it, but it's just like that's an attractive man. I can appreciate the Idris Elba is irresistible, you know? Like but it's like it's interesting to like try to like re-engage with that because before it'd be like, ooh, gross, don't think you're gay. And now it's like, well, I mean, can you find other men attractive? Like, is that okay? Is that gay? I don't think that's gay. I don't think I'm bi. But it's like Is it's, it gay to find yourself attractive? Yeah, exactly. Hey, like, fellas, is a gay to jerk off? <laughs> yes, exactly. Like there's so <laughs> many of those like um like hidden, like, don't do that because you're gay. And it's like, well, no, I I I'm not gay because I do that, but it's like it's a very confusing like morass to like try to work through as you're figuring out what your sexuality is after. Oh, you mean homophobia isn't internally consistent? Is that what you're no, saying? No, it is not at all. <laughs> um, so all that to say, like, I don't, I don't think of myself as bi or, or certainly not homo, certainly not gay, but it's, it's a weird thing to have to re- renegotiate what attraction is, what any of this is now that I'm not being spoon-fed toxic masculinity on a daily basis mm-hmm. so it's a fun journey to be continued i like so, that i like that framing yeah. a lot i was just gonna say yeah like i had the same like framing of everything which is really difficult when you're trans and so like everything everything about you that is feminine you try to like hide because then you don't want to be seen as gay and being gay it's like the worst thing that could happen and on top of that like i had a i have a gay cousin that's a lot older than me that got like disowned from disowned from his family because he came out as gay and so it's like a lot of there's there's a lot of like pressure to be this masculine person and so it yeah a lot of that a lot of that framing is kind of what took me so long to realize I was trans was just like mm-hmm. that forcing down forcing down anything that was feminine because I was like, I was like terrified to be gay, <laughs> like just like socially wasn't accepted. Like my family wouldn't accept it. My religion wouldn't accept it. And like, I, I honestly had to come out as trans and then process sexuality to like realize that, oh, I actually am into guys also, but like it had to go in that order. I had to realize I was a woman and then I I could like mm-hmm. consider whether or not I could be attracted to men. Thank you for sharing that. But also like that to me, that that journey like encapsulates so much about toxic masculinity too. Like it really does. Yeah. Like a kid made fun of me because I was walking in a feminine way in like the third grade. Like third graders don't walk different whether they're boys or girls. But but somebody is, somebody just wanted to projection. Make fun of me. I'm sorry. <laughs> like if you're in third grade, you skip whether you're a boy or a girl. Yeah. Like, yes. But 
but like I like I internalized that and I I worried about how I walked for like de- like a couple decades. I'm sure, yeah. Yeah, and there's 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 so much of that like just that weird code like mm-hmm. the and I don't I'll, I will say this, I don't think that masculinity is toxic. Like like being masculine, I don't necessarily say you can be you have to be a man to be masculine, but it's it's also like disentangling a lot of that for me too. Like mm-hmm. like is the things that I enjoy that are quote unquote masculine, like they're not toxic in and of themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, Are you saying you lift- want to like what's the word? I was gonna say cut my logs for me. That's not what I was talking about at all. I, I don't know what that, to do even that. Means. Like I'll cut do you logs. Cut my logs. Cut your logs. It's fine. <laughs> I've been drinking too much already. You guys can tell. Okay, that never really mind. Dirty. Con- continue. I don't know what I was even asking for. I was. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is this is a safe space to. You, know, you have an ass. You have an ass. You have an axe. I do, ha- I do have an axe and an ass. <laughs> so cut some cut some lo- tree stuff. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Tori's you done a lot of weird cutting that? in her life. <laughs> Are you trying to ask to chop some firewood? Yeah. Yes, thank you. That's I've stuff. chopped a lot of firewood in my life. You know, lifted heavy weights. You know, it's it's like gym. Some like going to the gym, lifting heavy weights is not. You know. That's not toxic in and of itself. There's a culture around that, though, that can be toxic. Yes. Totally. You know? But it doesn't um, have to be. It doesn't there's have to be. Yeah, there's nothing inherently toxic about picking up heavy stuff. Girls do that, too, frankly. Yes. And that's and it's also even hard to say, like, what is masculine and what is feminine unless you're starting to police boundaries. Like, like it's masculine to lift weights. Therefore, girls can't do it or something like that's that seems weird to me. But that's like how a lot of these masculine, like these hyper masculine people are like, I have this to have why my I thing. Lift weights so I can get my tea up, get my tea Obvious, up, obviously yeah. Okay, tea up. Yeah. get my get my tea up. I'm just saying like science says it helps. Like if you eat red meat, which I actually don't eat very much red meat and lift heavy things. Then you have more testosterone. So this was a fun ADHD wormhole. I don't know what the fuck is happening right now. Well, it's I mean, really, when it came down to it, you know, we're talking about David and you really can't not talk about his sexuality if we're going to we're going to go there, especially in this story, because he's so Alicia lead us in this word of Uh, the Lord. mm. Okay, children, let's gather around for story time from from the Bible. We find ourselves in 2 Samuel chapter (laughs) 6, talking about David bringing the Ark of the Covenant uh, into into Jerusalem. And there's like this weird story about how they're bringing in the Ark of the Covenant and uh, an ox starts to fall and uh, a guy named Uzzah reaches out to like stop the ark from falling and God strikes him dead, which is weird. Rude. It's rude. Like <laughs> rude, weird. My favorite part about that is David's like, well, I don't want this thing in the city. Yeah. So he leaves it at some dude's house. Yeah. He be- yeah. He leaves it at some dude's house. And then that, that dude is like, starts to become blessed. And David's like, Oh, well, we can't, we can't have that. So let's bring it to the city. Bring it back. Bring this killer yeah. box back this is oh, the wait. original this is the original like killer uh vr headset is <laughs> the ark of, ark of the covenant ark of the covenant right there like if you die in the game you die in real life yeah and yeah this guy named uza 
he lost the game apparently anyway but the other guy won the other guy won the guy that like brought it to his house like he was the winner you he, he was blessed and obed edom yeah obed edom oh that's right obed edom yep. what a great name it's a great name it's a good jedi name it is <laughs> which just makes it even better yeah speaking of jedi uh, i'm our adhd is like going full tilt because i listen i pro star wars i listen to like a couple of uh, a couple of your podcasts to like know what it's about and the witch of endor was the one that i listened (laughs) to i'm like there's no witches on endor what what canon are you talking about missed opportunity (laughs) there's no witches on endor there's no witches on endor they come from I forget what what planet the witches come from. It's where Asajj Ventress comes from. And listen, oh, yeah. I'm a retcon this shit. Okay. All right. <laughs> Going all the way back. There are now witches. There are now yeah, witches on there Endor. Are now witches. <laughs> Danthamir, I think, is the planet you're thinking of. Yeah, that's as right. I, as I unveil my nerdery yeah. before you. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a Bible name, though. Yeah, I mean, the the number of like Near Eastern names and stuff that are in star wars is is pretty high anyways back to david so yeah they're bringing the ark of the covenant back into the city and so david has this idea that he needs to quote dance before god puts on puts on a puts on an ephod which if if you don't know what that is it's like this thing that you wear over your clothes that covers your chest and sometimes it covers your lower regions but it doesn't always wait and so it covers your tits so it's like a big <laughs> I'm sorry I was not expecting that if you're gonna go no, with the Star Wars reference it's the top on the Leia costume uh-huh. but not uh-huh. necessarily the bottom not necessarily on... the bottom. <laughs> so yeah I would say what she was wearing was very ephod-esque it was very uh-huh. e- ephod-esque so th- this is what David this is what David puts out. David dresses up like Leia. And this is decides, amazing. Decides to dance before the Lord. Where is the Lord the right art. now? In this in this scenario, where is the Lord located? I don't know. We don't know. Yeah, I, just, I, so just I, around. I, in, in the ark. Around. In the same place the Lord was for us. <laughs> Which is question marks. Okay, cool. Yeah. In in David's heart. Anyways, this makes this makes his wife Michal upset because he exposes himself in front of the slave women, and then David, in all of his glory, says these slave women should feel honored for what they just to saw. have <laughs> seen my dick. But but here, so here's the thing. I like I I posted this to Justin and was like, this is the Bible equivalent of. Uh, this is the Bible equivalent of a dick pic where like David mm-hmm. is forcing women to see his dick unsolicited. It's so like, that's how I, I brought up this idea, Justin. And then like, I went back and I studied this passage as, as one does. So let's, let's do some, let's do some word study because I'm a huge nerd. Excellent. I'm here. <laughs> we're here. We're here. Yeah. So the word dance that is used in this passage is not used in any other passage in the Old Testament, even though there's dancing. Oh boy. Oh, this is a oh, special this is dance. Fun. This is <laughs> this is this word means a repetitive motion, which could be a dance, but it means a repetitive motion. The word leaping. Uh, <laughs> 
the word I'm leaping sorry. here. I can't take this seriously. I'm so sorry. This Go ahead. Way, I, the word leaping is only used one one other time in in the Bible. And I'm talking about the Hebrew here, not 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 the Greek Septuagint, but it's used one other time. As it's an adjective, and it's used to describe a guy's really strong arm when he whenever he's using a bow. So there, there's something like strong ish going on with David. Some like and strong then, hand movements, maybe. Well, so there is a strong something. arm that is moving repeatedly, <laughs> repeatedly back and forth. And and then Michal, Michal says basically, in revealing yourself, you revealed yourself. This is the same word "reveal" that's used in the Noah story when he gets drunk in his tent. It's the same word that's used oh. in Leviticus for having sexual relations with your family members. Like, oh, the Bible's going the, like all Game of Thrones the, right now. Yeah, the Bible is going all out. I like. I talked to a rabbi actually about this this week, and like, pose like, pose this question is like the best translation for this is to understand that David masturbated before the Ark of the Covenant. Oh my god. <laughs> like, in, in full sight of everybody, just <laughs> linen ephod, dick out. He was he was proud. He was proud of the fact that he got it back, right? I assume yeah. he was proud he got, of the fact that he back. got it back because yeah. that was a big deal. The Philistines had it for a minute. Yep, it's uh, not cool. I mean, Jerusalem is up on a hill, so he was able to get it up again. And <laughs> just oh my god, <laughs> he really, he really. <laughs> You were mounted. waiting for that one. You were waiting for that. I love it. Yeah. 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 Like here's the funny thing is I was looking up this passage and I always like to peek at like what evangelicals are saying and like article after article after article of being like David wasn't really naked. Obviously, because there's no nudity Obviously. in the Bible. Do you know you this? Know, no which, nudity. I will say that in Chronicles, it does like mention that he's more fully clothed when it talks about this passage but it's chronicles is also the very like we're going to give our history in a very refined way yeah it's so it's it's, so it's, it's, it's a different, different way of, of telling the yeah. story for sure this is very much like especially you using you bringing light the various words that are used and especially you know mikhail's like scandal like if he was just wearing like a regular old robe with an ephod dancing around yeah, it may be weird, but it's like the slave girls will will. What are the slave girls gonna think of They're this? They're lusting. Like that. If, yeah, like he's. Yeah, I mean he's he's pulling a like a full. Who, who's that comedian? Louis C.K. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's he's, wow. I mean, but. Like yeah, uh, I've I never tweet, like, I have never been th- that excited at church ever. Not once in my life has it even occurred to me to be that excited at church. No. <laughs> I mean I mean maybe maybe we just need to start a new type of charismatic denomination. If there's orgies, I'm clearly there. We're we're down. We're down for orgies. Yeah. We are. <laughs> orgies like, orgies for the Lord. Mm-hmm. For the Lord. Uh, you know, I mean, the Christians were accused of it early on. So who's to say they weren't doing it? To- you know, I've actually the more I learn about like Greek mystery cults, which is what Christianity started as in a lot of ways. Mm. Uh-huh. More I'm like, 
Yeah. Actually, there was a bishop. I The trivia is the names are not going to appear in my brain. And so I'm sorry mm-hmm. for those of you that will maybe Google this later. But there was a bishop that did issue an edict about baptisms because baptisms were done naked. Naked, and, obviously. Yep, naked. And there were some Christian priests that were like having a good old time. Oh, yeah. They were they were fucking in the baptistry for sure. And so there fucking, was fucking whomst. Yeah. Like, well, just the people they were baptizing, which there might have been. I'm, I'm imagining it jokingly. I'm imagining it. It was consensual. I'm probably was not. Oh, so I, because, I don't, I don't oh, joke about that, but um, because pr- priests are known for their consensual. Sex. Right? Priests, <laughs> yeah, I know. priests are known for asking for consent first. Yeah. <laughs> the poor taste, but, but there was a Bishop that was like, we need to have women baptizing women, men baptizing men, which is funny now. Haha. <laughs> But they were like, yeah, no, no more male priests baptizing naked women. That's just not going to be a thing that happens anymore. So the good I mean, news is we, we fixed it and we started wearing white clothes over our naked bodies when we get baptized. Yeah. No, I, way, no one can see anything. Yeah. No one can see. Just like when yeah. Jesus was baptized. Yeah. yeah. He definitely wore a white robe when he was baptized, for sure. Jesus may have been naked when he was baptized. That's fun. That's that's true. I mean. Being naked was pretty common in Greek culture, and because who like, could afford clothes? That shit was expensive. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, yeah, it's true. If you were gonna do a dirty job like catching fish all night, why would you wear? Why clothes? would you wear clothing? Why? why yeah, you exactly. You have one outfit and you have to wash it, and it's covered in fish oil. Like, mm, yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna not actually. Mm-hmm. So. So when we were taught this story as children, what was the takeaway for you? Well, obviously it was a song about being undignified before God <laughs> when, when there was hand motions and everything. I don't know. This story was like this part of this, I, I like I heard this story, but this like the dancing, it was always dancing and leaping. It was never like it was obviously never masturbating in, in public, but it, it like. Yeah, you should be like David and be excited for God, even whenever people are like looking down on you for 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 loving God. That that's that was basically the takeaway. Which which to be fair, like that's an awful takeaway when you consider Michal's <laughs> like story. Uh-huh. Like, you know what? Michal has more than enough reason to like hate David. Mm-hmm. Like because he's a dick. Because he well, he's a dick, but she was supposed she was forced to marry him but then like that didn't really happen and then she married somebody else because Saul married married her off and then David's like uh hold up wait she was promised to me I'm gonna take her back so basically she's like a trafficked person to be the king's be one of the king's many wives because David had many to add like, legitimacy to his reign yeah it, and like marrying the former king's the former king's daughter after you lead a coup is like come on that's a power move like yeah in not in like the biggest Baller. in the in the big like the shittiest way type power move so like to to think that michal is just here being like oh you were happy and i don't like that you're happy no come on that's bullshit like yeah she mm-hmm. she's an oppressed person she's looking at these slave women that are also oppressed women and is like hey mm. what the fuck are you doing and david's like those women should be honored to see me jack off in front of them 
That's not, I don't think that's how that works. Which is such a like toxic, masculine, not- dick pic sending yeah. power move. You know what? I take it all back. Evangelical men are being biblical. Like it's biblical manhood. Like they, they got it. They nailed it. They got it. Nailed. <laughs> it <laughs> is, nailed it. It is biblical manhood. Yes. It is biblical man. Well, I, I, I didn't get a chance to really go back and look at all the similarities, but it's interesting that Saul during his reign, when he offered sacrifices, when he donned priestly garments or whatever, he wasn't jerking off. Well, he wasn't jerking off that we know of, but like he got slapped on the wrist hard by Samuel and was like, you aren't allowed to do that. And so David's doing that. It says he's offering burnt sacrifices and peace offerings. He's and donning wearing the ephod, wearing the ephod incorrectly. He's like shirt cocking. <laughs> you're, you're not like re- if you read the Bible, you're not supposed to wear the ephod by itself. Like it goes over your garments. It goes over the garments. It's like wearing chaps <laughs> and nothing else. <laughs> well, we so don't do cha- it. Cha- He's wearing assless chaps and like (laughs) the princess Leia bra. Yeah. That's that's what he's wearing. It's the shirt cocking. That's what he's doing. Like this is what I'm wearing for Halloween next year. You guys like (laughs) this is my theory that like shirt cocking or we're we're being totally naked, but still wearing socks like is somehow more naked than being totally naked (laughs) in a strange way. Uh, The tracks, the tracks, you know, like, I agree. So, so this is what he's doing. And like, but he's doing these things that Saul did, like, and he's doing them in a way that's very strange. And yet, you know, people are celebrating, you know, and so I, I'm wondering if Mikhail is like, hey, you're you're being disrespectful generally, and you're doing stuff that got my dad killed, essentially. And I'm feeling also, a way like, about this. The mm-hmm. Ark doesn't want your come on it. So stop. <laughs> You're not allowed to touch it. <laughs> Didn't say anything about coming on. <laughs> there's, there's like a disconnect. <laughs> I found the loophole, guys. <laughs> this is okay. Okay, so uh, since I since I realized that the Ark of the Covenant was covered in like seal fur or something, walrus hairs, I've been really disgusted by it. For starters, but also like. Mm, you know if it's if it's furry like don't 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 come in it please <laughs> if there's hair involved like don't let's just it's just so much more work especially when no, especially when no one can actually touch it to clean it or they'll <laughs> die the amount of people that died trying to get david's come off the ark. off of the ark <laughs> they didn't have fire hoses back then Oh man! But you know, whoever was on death row in Israel that week got that, to do the job true. of wiping down the ark. <laughs> it's like if you live, we'll let you go. Yeah. <laughs> You're innocent. This You're is how good. you know if this witch would do yeah. the real thing or if she's just faking. You're God's favorite. Does God, if God kills you when you touch the ark, you're not a real witch. <laughs> Problem <Yep>. solved. <laughs> 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 oh man this is like so fucking funny i'm sorry yeah this 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 is you know i i knew that this story would be funny but this has gone a level that i did not expect and i'm i'm here for it for sure i didn't realize that like we were gonna go full david jerking off 
on on I was gonna say on the Ark of the Covenant. That wouldn't even matter. That place was covered in blood anyway. On whatever that thing is, <laughs> the tabernacle. On the, ark, on the tabernacle, it was like David drinking off on the tabernacle. It's like I'm gonna go worship God. Like okay, honey, whatever. I mean, I I feel like there have been a few times I've seen the face of God jerking off, but not in church. Mm, church. I've never had that experience in church either. Certainly not in a blood-stained tent where they sacrificed animals. Mom, why does it smell so bad? (laughs) The smell of the Lord. God God likes blood and cum. (laughs) That's the title of the episode right there. Oh, no. Yes. Fuck. Probably yeah, not. I, like I didn't. Like I didn't know. That's gonna be really offensive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll tone that one down. But I like I didn't know it was gonna take this turn. Whenever like when I reached out to you about it, I was like, "Hey, it's like a dick pic. That's funny." And then like I started studying, I was like, "Holy shit! I can't <laughs> wait to talk about this." Yeah. This this but, is wild. And, and well, like that. This is not covered in seminary. Like it's, they don't. It's not covered in seminary. No. No. There's no seminary in the world that's like, <laughs> you know, and 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 then like trying to sanitize the Bible in a lot of ways, like in trying to be like, let's not talk. Oh, of course it. You know, it's it's funny because it's always this appeal to morality or appeal to like like okay, there's maybe a way to read that Jesus or that David was naked and wandering around, and maybe there's a way to read that he was jerking off, but. But based on the character of David, we know he didn't do that. Like, it's kind of the way that it's presented, you know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. David has character since when? Well, also true. Yeah. Like, or <laughs> like, because, you know, because, well, David's the man after God's own heart and no man after God's own heart would, you know, do that. But it's like, well, David called himself the man after God's own heart. Like, let's be clear. Mm. Uh, self-assigned. <laughs> You know, like this, this is kind of like Donald Trump saying like, you know, that he and God are tight, you know, exactly. Okay. Oh, you got receipts for that? Like, (laughs) why why did you have to bring Trump into this? Because like comparing Trump to to David, I don't need Trump masturbating in public. (laughs) (laughs) I got votes. I think yeah. he's too insecure. Like this is really interesting yeah. about about David, right? Like I think you really have to be an exhibitionist to be able to get off in public with people watching you. Which David and I have this in common. So I'm just gonna say I don't think I Trump's mean, got that gene. No, he I mean that's doesn't fair. have that energy. And, no, and like I, I I don't have an issue with getting off in public. Uh, like, I mean I make money consensually. Of, yeah. Consensually is the issue, right? And clearly, Michal is like there's no consent here like you totally just whipped out your dick and started masturbating in front of all of these like slave women which by the way have to be there like they can't they don't just have a leave. choice right they don't have a choice yeah. they can't leave there if if they leave they'll probably be killed like, yeah this this is david like you know, inflating the numbers of the crowd there by like making all the slaves line up you know yeah that's uh and you know, and then he's working, working the crowd, so to speak. I really, really can't imagine being this horny in church. Like, I just can't. <laughs> like, this is like, in terms, of, in terms of like something that would kill your sex drive. I think church is like number, probably number one for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, to be fair, you've not seen me preach, so true. Touche. Yeah, fair enough. Fair I do, enough. And I do, corrected. I, I do. I have. I've preached in a in a dress with like. Are you Which trying to make me so- stumble right now? 
Alicia, I'm is that what's happening? I'm, I'm trying always to make trying you stumble. to make you stumble. All the That's time. True. Yes. Fair. I have an entire OnlyFans just to make you stumble. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Sweet. I love it. A- anyways, uh, I one of my best dresses to preach in like has a cutout in the back and stuff. Like it's really nice. Oh. It's a really nice dress. Fancy. Yeah. Okay. I look really good in it. Yeah, you do. All right. Here we go. Uh, if we're gonna wherever you're preaching next, let us know. Please let us know. I'll I'll let you know. Yeah. Is is there? I almost said, is there a tape like an old man? Is there a tape? <laughs> is, is there well, a tape? I assume there if it's is, at a church, there, there fact, probably is a tape. There, there is, in fact, a, a Facebook video of of me preaching in that dress. In that dress, um, but not from the back. Well, you will not never get Tori on Facebook. Yeah. So Although, that's like also that. You're safe. To, to be fair, there's actually a really good chance the next time I preach, it'll be in Portland. So I'll let you know, Tori. Oh. <gasps> Oh, there we go. I'm so excited about this. All of a sudden, church isn't like the biggest turnoff ever. Yeah, you know. Yeah. It, it'll at very least be turnoff neutral. Like, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, getting hot in church, I'm here for it. Like, that's, there was a, a, a book, I forget what it was, but it was, it actually talked about, like, I remember the phrase, I forget the what the book was, but it was like, where are the sexy Christians? Like, wild at heart. Like, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, like, and not not in the sense of like you know where are the like I, I want all the Christians that want to bone. Is yeah, that what we're asking. Yeah, where are all the Christians that are like you know like confident in their sexuality? Like, even like, are you joking? You made all of they the women beat like, that out of the, us. Yeah, they they made all the women read every woman's battle, but also read every every man's battles. So they knew what men ha- had to go through. Yeah, you, you I. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember in college there was this book going around called "The Sexual Man." Huh? It was in basically, a, yeah, in college, yeah, and it was basically about like male sexuality. I don't remember much about it, but I remember there were college professors. Was it like wear a fedora? It's a numbers game. Yeah, you just gotta get out there. Um, it was a much more clinical book about male sexuality. Weird. Um, okay, I'm I, I'm kind of fascinated by that. From what I remember, I mean, I'm not I'm not endorsing this book. I I remember reading it. I don't remember like any facts about it. The only thing I do remember is that there were male professors leading studies of this book for girls in our on our campus, like about male sexuality. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. And you know this this is at a Christian college, right? Christian college, yeah. Yeah, um, right. that sounds you know, about right. And because women can't teach, yeah, they can't teach. <laughs> uh, but they could teach at this college. But oh, really? At my at my co- at my college, women could teach English and math, but they couldn't teach theology. Oh, that's so that's weird. So, that's a weird. But now you're teaching theology, and so I, I am. I teach how dare theology. you? You got them. You got them in in the dress that we're dying to see now. It's a really nice dress. But actually, I have so many nice dresses now. Like when I came out, my partner was like, Yeah, I've actually been like forcing myself to be feminine. And I don't want to do that anymore. And I got all nice. of I got all of all of dresses. their dresses. Nice. Oh. And yeah, yeah if you get a good dress, really- you never get rid of that shit. You hang on to that forever. Like I have dresses from like when I was like 21, 22. Most still look awesome on me. So I mean thing dresses that i had at 20 and 22 wouldn't look awesome on me or didn't look awesome on me back then 
a century. I didn't have dresses back then. I was way too, way too <laughs> age for for that. <laughs> Did you say way too egg? Yeah. Okay, good. I was just making sure. Do, do I, I need to correctly. explain? I'm sure some do people don't know what egg, egg means, right, but yeah. like I, I know what it means. But yeah, if you want to explain it, that'd be yeah. Uh, an egg is a trans person that hasn't realized they're trans is basically it. And so, like, whenever a person realizes that they're trans, they we call that uh, their egg cracking. Mm-hmm. That's what it. Yeah, that's what it means. I like that imagery so much because like that that would have to be what it feels like. Like oh, like that, I mean yeah, that's pro- it's a good yeah. it's a good imagery of like I don't know it's weird to like tell. How do you tell a cis person like you lived 30 plus years and didn't finally feel alive until you transitioned? <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's yeah. I think I think by if we're using that metric, I'm like a pu- pupa. <laughs> like I'm just like melted goo. Melted There's goo, no, okay. no, nothing is coming out of this. There's nothing coming out of the cuckoo. <laughs> it's a chrysalis we'll use we'll use a prettier word for it it's chrysalis. a chrysalis it's like there's there's no pretty thing emerging on the other end i'm just melted glop in here you're forever let's just say you're like the gender singularity like everything just collapses it into it that's a nice oh word yeah to there say. we go i'm a gender black hole <laughs> <laughs> I just consume everything that is near me that remotely resembles gender, including light and gravity. Because <laughs> those things are gendered. <laughs> they are gendered. Do you live here, Dustin? <laughs> everything here is gendered. Gravity is masculine. Gravity, and light is feminine. Obviously, it's feminine. in the Bible. It is both. It is both a wave and a particle. So it has to be feminine. <laughs> No, I think it has. To, what does that mean? It has to be. It has to be whatever. I don't even know. My brain it's, is. No it's inherently looking. deceptive. Therefore, it's feminine. <laughs> oh my gosh! My I, I can do this I'm dude bro theology this. all day. No, I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna put this on everything now. Whenever it asks, whenever something asks for my gender, I'm just gonna write the singularity. <laughs> singularity. <laughs> You know what, Justin? I am going to push back on you. Um, I'll go for it. Light, light, light is masculine because there's nothing faster. Oh, ouch, ouch! You're yeah, saying, and not wrong. Nothing, uh, nothing hits you and bounces back quite like light. Oh my god, this is amazing! So, I'm going to tweet this, you guys. I should it. make it my Twitter right. name. My gender is the singularity. Singularity. <laughs> It's going in your bio. Nice. And then people for two weeks, people are going to wonder where that came from. What the fuck I'm talking about. Now they know. So anything else about this story we want to talk about? I mean, I, I feel like we've covered it well, but it's uh, so is David. David's all over it. (laughs) David, David covered it all. He's got it handled. So I don't know. Just if you're, if you're still religious, uh, just, Pay attention to when you come to church. Yeah. I don't, at this point, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> so long. Like, we, we've gone down the like double entendre, like, like <laughs> ran, have, has it circled out. back around again? It's I like don't know. It's like triple, quadruple yeah. entendre. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're still religious and you've stuck with us this long, like, good for you. Like, you're, 
I appreciate you. You're greatly. obviously doing it out of spite at this point. <laughs> Which is a great reason to do a thing. It's exactly. Yeah, we have really come full is. circle now. It's why I call myself Christian is out of spite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that is a perfectly valid reason. How do we cast this? I I feel kind of weird casting it. Uh, I'm casting. Like, uh, my gender is the singularity. Yeah, okay. casting David is. Oh my God, who's somebody who's just like Louis C.K. Louis C.K. Somebody just whips the dick out for not a good reason not and is any... like, oh, I thought it was thought it was fine. Like that's mm-hmm. fine. Like she was probably really happy about it. She was probably happy she got to see it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's David. Didn't say anything negative about it, so therefore at, it was consent. It was yeah, consent. And, and we're gonna cast the slave women as all of the women on Twitter who get dick pics sent their, to their DMs, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. unsolicited receivers unsolicited. of unsolicited yep. dick pics. And and Mikhail, I don't, I don't know. We'll just leave her anonymous. <laughs> I was like, just, as, as the, the first person to call that shit out and rightfully so, but also gets thrown under the bus. Cause like the Bible is so, it, the Bible is a dick to her because yeah. she calls mm-hmm. David out and then it has this little tagline that's like, <laughs> Kyle, Saul's daughter, had no children to the had day no of her death. Like, and then I'm like, this is very much like a that it's bitch. Like, yeah. No, oh, yeah. yeah, it definitely. So, like, it serves two purposes. One, like, Saul, like, Saul's lineage is done. Like, it's gone. So, it's it's da- only David now. But also, like, she was basically cursed and didn't have any children because she called out David for being, being a dick. A dick. <laughs> you know, unfortunately. So, he's like, this is my entire personality. I don't know what you thought you were signing up for. Like I said, read read Samuel as as if it was written by a gay a gay guy with a hard on for David and is like fan. So basically, this is the author's like fantasy of like David just whipping it out like full there, confidence. There are so many asides to like what David's doing, even in the middle of narratives. Like we were we, on our Witch and Vendor episode, we talked about it where like there's this narrative it's this this is Saul's narrative right now mm-hmm. about the witch of Endor and like he is going to die like like this is like wow like day before his death he's gonna die and then we have like a chapter or two of like what the fuck David's up to during this time before we get to the death of Saul like like wh- why why like I told, well, we, I told you the author has a heart on for David yeah like, the it, whole time. It, <laughs> it makes sense now it, I'm glad you have clarified that for me so <laughs> Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Now I can't say that word. Uh, thanks, thanks for, for being, being here. on the show. Yeah. So, Alicia, thank you of for course. being here. Yeah. Where um, where can people find you if you want to be found? If Twitter still exists after this, <laughs> if, if Twitter if Twitter still exists by the time this comes out, I am on Twitter transvangelical. I, I tech, technically have a Tumblr and uh, TikTok technically and an instagram i do have an instagram actually and if you want to subscribe and be one of my fans on OnlyFans, it's just only fans slash transvangelical like that's that's my tag on everything is transvangelical you can find me if if a transvangelical exists it's probably me all right that's good but yeah def- definitely follow me on on only fans and 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 subscribe i mean if only if you want to stumble only if you want to stumble and uh if you don't want to stumble then ma- you know. make sure you're doing it in a consensual way where like don't don't go behind your partner's back like be honest have, have that conversation yes grow up. Yeah. Like, yeah totally and it's like 
I don't know. We're all adults here. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, I don't need more okay. subscribers. I, can... I don't need more sus- subscribers deleting their account whenever the bill hits their, their credit card statement. Like, oh, oh shit, this said OnlyFans. I wasn't sure. Like, it will say OnlyFans on the credit card was... statement, folks. Mm, yeah, I actually don't even like... know what it says on the credit card statement. I haven't, I haven't like I haven't withdrawn any money yet. I just like let it sit there. So it says far. dance, comma David. <laughs> That's it. David's dance, doing the David's dance. So uh, for this podcast, uh, you can find us at Go Home Bible on the things. If Twitter exists, I'm at Justin D Gentry. Tori is at Tori Glass, as well as on the Instagrams, which is which is you know again might be the only thing that exists. <laughs> Um, after Elon Musk, hopefully they won't let Elon Musk buy any more things between now and then. Hmm, wait, pause. No, hold on. How do we do this? We can, we can, we can make this work <laughs> to our benefit. Can he buy the federal government? Yeah, make him yeah. buy Lockheed Martin. Yes, oh Elon Musk buy Lockheed Martin and other yes. arms manufacturers as well. Yes, please. Thank you. I don't know. I don't know if I trust him with like oh, no. access to arms. No. <laughs> with access to But the thing is he's not going to get anywhere close to it. He's going to be up 22 hours a day tweeting about the company he bought and not actually doing any work. Yeah. I mean that's fair. Like And then he's going to get investigated by the FTC or somebody's going to yeah. be like, "Wait yeah. a second. He's definitely so in I, court. I used... He was in court this week over something that happened on some grift and uh, Tesla." So I used to think a CEO's job was like difficult, but Mm-mm. apparently not. Mm-mm. No, he's the three uh, CEO of like three different companies, three, like three it's... companies, and still has enough time to say shitty things on Twitter. So yeah, I I remember hearing about him like oh he wor- he works you know eighty hours a week or whatever hundred hours a week, and then like I would see him in interviews talking about like how much he loved to play the witcher you know three and i'm like i know how long that game takes to play like there ain't no way you're yeah, working 100 yeah. hours <laughs> like yeah, no way you're playing the witcher that's what you're doing you're, you're, like, you're, you're in the, the office that's... playing the witcher like yep. fantastic game definitely if you play games you should play that one but you ain't gonna be working 100 hours and playing that game that game's a job uh <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, thank you all for being here. If you can support us, uh, patreon.com slash go home Bible. If you can't share this episode with a friend and, you know, like and subscribe to all the things uh, everywhere we are. So thanks a lot. We'll see you next week and have a have a good holiday season. Corinthians warned you about the women with a loud mouth and this podcast is just that. Here at the Speaking in Church podcast we talk all about the regular people and the things that regularly happen to them in the evangelical church. It's a podcast about change, it's a podcast about seeking moral high ground, and it's a podcast for people who are just trying to deconstruct on the safe side. You can listen wherever you get your podcast, And if you want to be a guest, yes, you, regular person, you can be a guest on the Speaking in Church podcast. If you want to come on, just let us know.